0: Religious Sanity, Episode Twenty Two,
1: and our seventh part of same Christmas.
0: Christmas. Yes, and I'm assuming you're going to close out the series here.
1: Yes, yeah, this is the last one. It is not even We've... directly associated with Christmas, but sort of belongs there. So I I, I thought that. We've come a long
0: way in this yeah, series. Yeah, You've yeah, brought yeah. us through so much. Yeah. What do you have for us today?
1: This time it is again uh, part of Gospels, uh, which are not in the Bible, ah. uh, are relatively early part of Christian literature about this time, not about Jesus' birth, but about uh, small jesus or uh young young jesus Jesus or jesus boy oh this is so interesting because there's about
0: 12 years there where we don't know anything about him yes is that right and
1: and here you have something which is somehow fitting in and might be at least known to some degree uh, like we have that 12 year old in temple Mm mm-hmm in gospel of luke and this might be of the same material from which luke got that one story Mm. Uh, but i am drawing from uh, what is called infancy gospel of thomas Mm. uh, which is different from uh, the gospel of thomas right the uh, Gospel of Thomas well, is part of Nag Hammadi lab- library, it is a Gnostic gospel of sayings. Uh, and after that was discovered, uh, after World War II, uh, this uh, Infancy Gospel of Thomas received its name before it was known as gospel of thomas oh, no. but to put a distinction yeah. between these two uh, gospels of thomas uh this one is infancy gospel of I thomas see. and it's about uh, Jesus boy going to school and and so on and uh it's it's really very very interesting uh it is described as Kiddings and Miracles of Jesus huh. <laughs> uh, to, to use that terminology uh, which is there uh, or you can call it The Mighty Childhood Deeds of Our Lord. But in a dynamic equivalent translation it would be something like The Kiddings Just as Mighty Works which Our Lord had made. Huh. It's It's written in a relatively very popular style, it's non-literal language. And, and what language
0: was it written? In, in, in
1: Greek, uh-huh. uh, it might be in uh, Aramaic of Syria also, there are some uh, manuscripts who survive. But for instance, there are early medieval uh, Slavonic translations from Yugoslavia. So this is quite late, uh even though its origins go back to the second century. again, you know, like the end of the second century we have the first confirmed uh, like mention of of this book. Of course, uh early church theologians just despise that you know it was too low for them uh too much miracle making prodigy jesus mm. you know but um it's 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 really interesting and amusing and it is trying to solve that kind of uh theological problem you know how was jesus as as a baby or as a boy or yeah. No, does it
0: does it claim to be written at the time?
1: Yeah, it is Not written by, the, by the... it is written legendary uh, by uh, by Jesus's brother, twin brother I Thomas. See. You know, so that's uh, um, that's like it's anchor in that uh, Thomasian tradition, Mm -hmm. you know, Gospel of Thomas and and Acts of Thomas. And here Mm -hmm. we have the Infancy Gospel of Thomas, even though they are coming from completely different times Mm -hmm. and have very, very different literary styles and and so on. But uh, this one is rather a vulgar, simple language, as I said, and and it contains also vulgar uh, anti-Judaism mm. because we are already in a time of church mm-hmm. and th- these authors even did not hear about Judaism. You know, like we talked about uh, Proto-Evangelium of James when we mentioned that uh, the that author probably heard some Old Testament sermons. Mm-hmm. Here, there is no understanding of uh, Judaism or <laughs> Jews or Hebrew tradition at all. Wow. Uh, its own uh, source of information about Judaism is through the Gospels, mm. most likely. So, to give you an, a, a taste for it, it is, uh, it's uh, just from the chapter 2. When this boy Jesus was five years old and there came a storm. So he was playing at the weight of a brook, collecting the streams of water into small ponds. And then he made that the water was instantly pure. <laughs> and he did this with a single word. He also made soft clay and shaped into twelve sparrows. And it happened on Sabbath day when he did this. And many other boys were there who were playing with him. But then a Jew saw that Jesus was doing on the Sabbath day as he was playing. So he immediately ran off and tells Joseph, his father, See here that your boy is at the weight and has taken mud and fashioned twelve birds with it and so has violated the Sabbath day. (laughs) So Joseph went there. And as soon as he spotted him, he shouted, Why are you doing this? What's not permitted on the Sabbath? But Jesus simply clapped his hands and shouted to the sparrows, Be off! And those sparrows right took off and flew away noisily. (laughs) While the Jews seeing it, they were amazed and ran and reported to their elders what they had seen, what Jesus did. Wow. You know, and here you see that it is not literally language. I I try to translate that uh, that way. Uh, It it is jumping in the tenses and and Mm. the syntax uh, is kind of clumsy. Mm -hmm. And here you also can see that uh primitivistic anti-Judaism, uh, you, you know, just not having any understanding of, of Judaism whatsoever, just uh, portraying Jews as enemies, mm-hmm. irrational enemies. Uh, of course, kids could play as as their heart desires uh, yeah. in Judaism. This is just a yeah. very, uh, very uninformed anti-Judaism, mm. which, which is almost painful yeah. here. But uh, at the same time, you see, you know, how they were grappling with a, a little Jesus who is miracle-making a prodigy.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: You know, and they had some kind of uh, similar examples of uh, children prodigies stories about them in india about the princes and so on so maybe they pattern that uh upon Mm -hmm. it of course jesus is also sent to school and that does not go well (laughs) yeah another day when joseph saw the child's talent and his great intelligence for his age he resolved that Jesus should learn to read and write. So he took him and handed him over to a teacher. The teacher said to Joseph, First, I'll teach him Greek, then Hebrew. This teacher, of course, knew of the child's previous deeds and was afraid of him. Still, he wrote out the alphabet and instructed him for quite a while though Jesus was unresponsive. Then Jesus spoke. If you are really a teacher, and if you know the letters well, tell me about the letter alpha and its meaning, and I'll tell you about the meaning of beta. The teacher became exasperated and slapped him on the head. It was a little painful, and thus Jesus cursed him. And the teacher immediately lost consciousness and fell face down on the ground. The child returned to Joseph's house. But Joseph was upset and gave this instruction to his mother. Don't let him go outside, because those who annoyed him end up dead. So here we go. Another story, Jesus in the attic. That's from the chapter 9. A few days later, Jesus was playing on a house with a tower. And as the sun was shining in through a rent in the roof, it created a beam of light. And Jesus jumped up and sat on that sunbeam. Another boy saw it and also wanted to sit there with Jesus. But he fell off the tower and died. Other boys were playing with them, and when they saw what had happened, they ran to his parents saying, your child fell off the tower. And the parents of the dead came and accused Jesus, you pushed our child down to the certain death. But Jesus responded, I didn't push him down. He himself wanted to jump up on a sunbeam and sit on it and thus he fell down but they grabbed jesus and took him to a judge and shouted he killed our boy he is guilty of a bloodshed the judge asked jesus did you kill him and jesus responded ask him yourself and they said how could we possibly ask the broken bones he is altogether crushed and then jesus took him by hand and said enomine en that was his name. Uh-huh. Get up, uh-huh. tell me who pushed you down. And the boy got up immediately and said, no, Lord, you did not push me. I myself fell down. <laughs> and all who were present at the court saw it and were dumbfounded. And the parents of the boy praised God for the miracle that had happened and worshiped Jesus. So that's another story, that's you see? So, and there are like, I don't know, maybe two dozens of similar stories of, of Jesus, uh, like a miracle-making prodigy, uh, and they, cursing and they, and they, and they, teachers, and, you know, <laughs> making them blind and so on. Eventually, towards the end of the book, uh, he made them all uh, healed again, you know. So it is not just uh, he wasn't
0: being a, 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 a uh,
1: capricious miracles. Yeah, you know, right. they are yeah. uh, they <laughs> are capricious miracles, but then they are kind of corrected as he is becoming more and more uh, like rounded person mm. and and recognizes uh, that uh, you know this. Temperamental cursing is is not good, and mm. but Mary and Joseph they are just out of it, they are trying <laughs> to keep him away from other people, you know and so, this is the infancy Gospel of Thomas and then it leads towards uh, and the final story there is the 12-year-old Jesus in the temple.
0: And is that very, very similar to the one in the Gospel? Oh, no,
1: that's identical, identical. almost uh, identical to it. And uh, so, you see that where this uh, 12-year-old story, what is that uh, substrate? from which it came up Mm -hmm. you know because i think that all these stories are sharing similar substrate Mm -hmm. you know from which they drew
0: but what came first did this stuff come first and luke took it from this?
1: uh, uh, no it's it's difficult to 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 know really Mm -hmm. you know this this uh i i think that there, there were simply this very very popular by popular i mean by regular people uh, shared stories uh, and some of them were lifted up into the gospel and some of them continued circulating probably and growing. Mm. Uh, And then eventually uh, throughout the second century uh, were written into this infancy gospel of Thomas. And, and you here see also what I call that uh, very vulgar anti-Judaism yeah. and, and the love of uh, these arbitrary miracles yeah. almost. And uh, that, that what made Gospels interesting and what makes Gospels miracle stories interesting until now. Mm-hmm. You know, but the... Th- interesting thing with the gospels miracles is that they are not just miracles mm-hmm. you know they're, they're those miracles are carrying some substantial message mm-hmm. uh, that they are uh, broadening our horizons yeah. or opening our eyes for those who are neglected and and so on yeah. while well, over here the only message i can see here is an interest in childhood and in children, which was not that widely uh, common Mm -hmm. in uh, Hellenistic times, or it's becoming with these stories or Mm. uh, as they are being shared. And uh, that came from Judaism. Actually, in Judaism, children were almost worshipped. You know, and were seen as the future generation of uh, of holy people, mm-hmm. uh, and Christianity took that over and ran with that. You know, we at the same time see this the, this anti-Judaism being present in it, but some of the good Judaistic. Uh, emphasis Mm -hmm. on on caring for children and seeing Mm -hmm. them as uh, those who will continue tradition of faith Uh, they were taken over and and preserved in that Mm -hmm. and and made into something uh, which influenced the rest of the world until this period children were annoyance Greek and and Romans you know they put them over to teachers who just kept them educated them but children should be quiet not being seen and not heard Mm -hmm. and only after they became almost adult or you know coming of age then the society started to be interested in mm-hmm. children mm-hmm. but here you see that interest starting much earlier and and being much closer mm-hmm. so um, that's the that's the only positive thing I, <laughs> yeah I I, I yeah. can see here but uh it's 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 interesting to just observe that and uh yeah and especially
0: know. how how much it's it's it seems to have a playfulness when it's describing childlike activities, it's not like written by somebody that doesn't understand children. Yes, like yeah. these are real mm-hmm. children activities and things that they'd be doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And and at the same time, you have here this uh, uh, this capricious miracle worker.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, involved in it. Yeah, and and. And just
0: the idea of, of of Joseph and Mary being like, we have to keep him away from, from people. <laughs> it's, it's like it, it makes the miracles like this thing. Like he's just a a magic a magic man who a magic little boy that doesn't you know doesn't understand his power quite yet. Yes, has yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, 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 exactly, exactly, yeah, yeah. That's, that's it. Yeah, yeah. The the whole history of this is a puzzle uh, for everyone. Yeah, including scholars. Yeah. Because you have this twelve-year- old in the temple, including it in Gospel of Luke, for yeah. instance. So it is relatively early, yeah at least some of it started quite early. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, then it grew and developed. yeah, you know for so that's uh, th- th- that's one aspect of this. You know, which makes it interesting. Yeah. Uh, then uh, early theologians, Origenes and, and others, uh, they just tested this gospel and, and call it heretical and, and uh, all different names. And, yeah, because for them, the theology and, and Bible and Gospels are becoming the higher and higher. Mm-hmm. And this was low. Mm-hmm. And so they wanted to kind of separate them with the widest gap as possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that that's, uh, you know, one can understand that. And this is clearly not a biblical stuff. Yeah. Just looking at it. Yeah. But at the same time, there are some connections, you yeah. know, uh, and, uh, there is, and it is clearly legendary. Like we talked about it, the, the earliest stories about Jesus, uh, they did not know anything about him. Yeah. They were making everything up about yeah. this uh, Christmas stories, for instance. Yeah. They were trying to take Old Testament prophecies about messiah Mm -hmm, and because mm -hmm. jesus was messiah he has to fulfill those prophecies and so let us fit it together somehow you know matthew and luke end up with different solutions of that like we talked about it er in earlier episodes uh and at the same time you know that clearly did not stop there Mm -hmm. people wanted to fill that gap you know people wanted to yeah. to just imagine how would it be uh-huh. you know yeah. if Jesus was a miracle making prodigy yeah, <laughs> <You know>? yeah. <laughs> uh, miracle boy yeah uh, and but the, it has a se- serious theology in it as well mm. because uh, you, you know for instance there there was that earlier heresy of Adoptionism, mm. you know, that those heresies which would say that Jesus was adopted as a son of God at the time of his death on the cross. Say. That would be one solution. The other one would say that it was uh, at the time of his baptism. And you can find traces of this these teachings even in the Bible. Uh, so these stories are actually Following the orthodox mm. uh, teaching that Jesus was already born fully human and fully God. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. so it is It's funny to see these uh, early theologians throwing this out. Yeah. Well, it is actually orthodox right, when you think right, about right. it. You know, it's, it's crazy orthodox. Yeah, <laughs> you know, or yeah. uh, not. not but it follows the the orthodox dogma, I see, and you know here we are with with this uh, very, very funny uh, uh, infancy gospel of thomas and and I just thought that it'll be a nice uh, closing of our Saint Christmas uh, where we'll take it all the way to twelve year old Jesus.
0: love it. do you? ever come across anything that was not included in the gospel that you're like, that you look at with the same weight as the gospel stuff and and can see why they didn't include it and wish they did and see it as just as important as the gospel stories.
1: Peter, I, I, I would probably reframe that. I think that, you know, knowing about that hilarious part, say, of proto-evangelium of James, yes, or these really bizarre miracles made by six-year-old Jesus, say, you know, or something like that. That kind of puts even what is in the Bible in a pro- proper context mm-hmm. to me. Yes. So that that's the way I'm I am reframing it. I see. And I'm starting okay. to do that too. Uh, uh, it is. From you, yeah. This informs yes. uh, our understanding of it. Uh, so we take it seriously, but within its frame of reference. Yes. When, when Bible was codified as the Word of God mm-hmm. and almost... Uh, Infallible mm-hmm. uh, writing. It it lost its charm, mm. and these stories, as bizarre as they are, uh, are kind of, for me, returning some of the charm back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That it is less wooden. Mm-hmm. That that you recognize some of it might be written just. entertain people. Mm -hmm. Oh, like 12 years old in the the temple. Mm -hmm. Jesus got lost, you know, parents are looking for him, cannot find him, are returning back, looking for him, finally finding him in the temple where he is sitting with all the scholars in the temple, teaching them. Mm -hmm. You know, and parents being anointed yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) take him and take him back to nazareth Mm -hmm. and it's similarly uninformed about the judaism because temple was everything but not the academic place Mm -hmm. you know not place for serious (laughs) academic teaching you know like it is being presented here through that you you simply get it in the proper dimensions you know or with a proper accents in it or Mm -hmm. and and not that i would not take it or i would take it less seriously but i would take it differently seriously yes Yes, and that that is helpful and the same thing would be with proto evangelium of james and some of those miracles and other things if you see it in more extreme version then you realize come on this cannot be taken literally this was not meant literally Yeah, or you, you know this is uh, perhaps uh, an miraculous exaggeration still passing something inform important and informative for our lives. yes. But you know, pounding your uh, you know fist on a Bible and saying "Here it is," and you have to believe in mm-hmm. uh, you, you know virginal birth, for instance, mm-hmm. or virginal conception for Protestants, for instance. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you immediately see this is not understanding. It's origins mm-hmm. of this story it sits in Lebanon. it's it's place in the life of first believers or those who coined that mm. it's it's putting our modernistic understandings into pre-modern minds mm-hmm.
0: well thank you for bringing this to us
1: oh my my pleasure so, once again this yeah. was
0: delightful merry christmas
1: merry christmas to everyone Yes, until next time.